Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, we're talking Survivor Australia Blood vs. Water Week 2. Episode 2. Woohoo! Jackie, as I approach 30, I feel like I'm able to put just a little bit less gusto into my. It sounds a little less enthusiastic. <clears throat> Should I give it a take two? Is that okay? Sure. Whatever makes you happy. Welcome. I guess. No. Welcome. God no. damn it. Now I'm in my head. Welcome to. Welcome. Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. That's better. And today on the pod, <laughs> had to, you know, blow the cobwebs <laughs> out. It's like a... Shake the, shake the old windpipes up a little. Yeah. It's like a, my body is like a Super Nintendo cartridge. It now has to be blown into before it works properly. Otherwise, you plug me in and the screen is just all like blocks of pixelated colors and nonsense. I mean, tell me about it. Error. Okay. <laughs> We're talking Survivor Australia. Yes, we are. Catching up. And diving, I mean, like, it hits the ground running pretty hard here. It really does, just like we are. Um, I'm a little confused if this is season seven or season nine. I um, have no idea. It says season nine on whatever we're watching on. On Daily Motion. Yes. I think online I've seen season seven. I don't know if it's counting all-star seasons or... Hmm. Get at us, Survivor Australia peeps, and let us know what season this truly is of Survivor Australia. Yeah, Aussies. Get at us, you, you Aussies. Down under, is this a seven or nine on oh, the body? Jesus Christ. I feel like your Australian accent is somehow worse than my Australian Oh, no. Really? I mean, maybe I'm... Maybe that's just my... Uh, maybe that's just the patriarchy talking. I don't know, but it sounded pretty bad in my cans. Oh, damn. Down under, don't you see, boy, Cracky? <laughs> the level you were coming at it from. I mean, kind of. That sounds more Australian than the first take you gave it. Another podcast I used to listen to, the host of it said that uh, the key to an Australian accent is saying, I like that hat, mate. I like that hat, mate. I like that hat, mate. Or like that hat, mate. No. Arr. You sound like a pirate. Really straight into pirate territory. Pirate Cody, tell us about that blood tribe. Uh, Just before we hop into it, I just wanted to say that after episode one, Twitter just loves Nina. But the Sandra and Nina combo, but particularly Nina. Nina's amazing. Love Nina. Um... Andy was blindsided and voted off last week just to get us back up to speed. Bye-bye, Andy. And Chrissy grabbed the podium idol, which was then flushed out. Used on herself for no purpose. If you were in Chrissy's position, you feel like you wouldn't have used the idol? You think you would have been able to hold strong? Yeah. Everyone saw, it's like everyone just saw you grab it, but then it is almost just a wasted idol. That's the thing. It's like, it's a wasted idol. And like, she didn't feel like she was on the chopping block before making that grab. And there's no time at tribal to make the decision to vote her out. Yeah. Keep it for next week. 
Keep it for next week. We can at least gauge that. Yeah, you're right. Most people are already set uh, in how they're going to vote. And But honestly, maybe I would have used it, but I would have used it on uh, Broken Boy. Alex? Yes. Hashtag Broken Boy. Because if everyone sees you get it, you got to get rid of it anyway. Otherwise, they're going to vote for you next week just to flush the idol. But I think there's that, that ever-present fear of, oh, I just nabbed an idol and I'm not going to use it on myself. And it's even this is almost worse if you play it for someone else and then you fucking get sent home. Yeah, that would be awful. But she didn't get a single vote. That stings in a way that I think everyone is just trying to avoid looking like that fool. Right. Better use it and have used it foolishly than not used it and been a fool. It's like love. Better be loved foolishly than not loved at all. <laughs> Better to be loved by a fool than to love no fools at all. That's what I always say. It's I my love family it. motto. Fantastic. Well, so, then should we stick with water since we're already talking Chrissy? Uh, no, let's let's go to blood. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it's very hot, apparently. Very, very hot. Uh, they are. The blood is a boiling over on the blood tribe. But you know what's not boiling? What? Any water, because they still don't got a fire. Oh, good segue. Right? Uh, yeah, no water, which is really must be tough. And they're at the point where they're openly discussing the number of days you can go without food and water. And like, I guess we're okay, but you know, we're getting there. We're on day three. You can go three days without water. We've got some water. You can go 30 days without food. Well, let's not go that long. <laughs> like, yeah, we're obviously not saying that. That's like our entire excursion out here, man. We're not going this long without eating. They're doing the classic. We've got, you know, a wooden dowel and we're spinning it quickly to make friction. And they do make fire. They come together as a whole tribe. They all gather around. Some hold blankets. Some just like give moral support. Right. And I believe it's Dave, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not sure myself. Some fellow. It's a it's a group effort. It's it no one person. I am reminded anytime someone makes fire on Survivor without Flint, we have to do a send up to our main man Hein Vaslu. Oh yes, Hein. From Survivor South Africa season two, who is the first person to successfully make fire on Survivor without Flint. With no Flint. Oh, we love Hein. Hashtag we love Hein. Hashtag. Hey, where's Hein? <laughs> <laughs> um, they make some rice. They all have happy bellies now, feeling much better. Uh, Sophie talks to Sandra and just kind of speaks on Sandra's wisdom. Um, you yeah, know, that's what she's saying to her face. Exactly. Well, it's like even behind her back, it's like, oh, Sandra's this. Sandra is this double-edged sword of she brings a lot of wisdom to the tribe, a ton of experience, but she's a huge threat because of that very thing. Which I mean is the like thing with bringing returning players, and then Sandra's like a returning player on steroids, like. Returning player returning, times 10. I mean, she calls herself the Incredible Hulk. Yep, self-proclaimed Incredible Hulk over the, here. In, I was trying to think of a clever pun, like the Incredible Sandra, the Sandra Hulk. It just doesn't, there's no nope. clean. Nope, not Once we get work. into like Bruce Banner, it's just not, not going to work. <laughs> but we do have Kate having a little sixth sense this moment. This is such a heartbreaking moment. It's, it's hilarious like, and heartbreaking at the same time. It's almost like I can tell Andy is gone. Oh, no, she's like, oh, it'd be so heartbreaking if, if you know, to like arrive at the challenge and have your loved one not be there. 
But then she also says, like, I think, I feel like Andy's gone. Really? Does yes. she say that? She legitimately says that she feels like Andy's gone. Last night, Andy's ghost visited me and told me he was gone. His you know, spirit has left the island. You think that voting Andy out... Wait, anything else with blood? No. Okay. You think that getting Andy out... Just more riffs on bring... Andy being a ghost. I, he can haunt this whole episode. I was visited by the ghosts of Andy future... Present and past. It's not Christmas time. You there, Sandra? What day is it? It's Jesus. Christmas day. Okay, what? Um, uh, so Chrissy, you know, in one of the earlier talking heads where she's talking about So we're like, switching to water now. Yeah, that's why I asked you if you were done with blood. We've now transitioned to water. <laughs> oh god. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I couldn't hold it. My God, you were just sloppy on the podcast lately. Coughing and sneezing. Uh, it's sloppy. It's it's sloppy podcast. Well, what are you supposed to do? I just mean, like pinch, should I pinch my nose? There's that nerve. You know, so here's yes, the thing. He, I should pinch in my nose. Have you ever seen a cartoon, a cartoon character hold their finger vertically or no, horizontally beneath their nose? <laughs> you can do it the other way. <laughs> They hold it horizontally <laughs> underneath their nose. She says there is a nerve there that if you push down on hard enough, it will stop you from sneezing. Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't quick enough to shove my finger up my nose. We're not some fancy Rob has a podcast podcasters who's going to have someone come in and edit listen. out my sneeze. Yeah, that's not going to happen. We just blew out people's earphones. <laughs> okay. Well, you're welcome. Um, so we're switching to the water tribe. There is like a talking head of Chrissy looking real thin, which feels like an editing mistake. Like what? it's from later on. Okay. Like, cause you know how that they like quickly lose weight sure. throughout the season. Okay. She like her arms look very skinny. Interesting. And I I'm like, is this a like, like cutting like, issue? From like, like two from, weeks from Yes, now? it feels like it. it. Feels unlikely. I don't know. She's wearing a different outfit than she is in all of her other talking heads and looks noticeably a different size. Hashtag Chrissy Armgate. I think this is a little behind the torch or beyond the torch. Maybe. Moment. I think you might just be crazy. I mean, I'm intrigued, but I don't want to put too much credence to it. I don't think I'm crazy. Over on the Water Tribe, they are starting their morning with a morning yoga session led by Shay. Because Shay's a little feeling sad about her loved one. Chrissy, not, uh, you know, uh, not super into yoga, but I do. <laughs> Chrissy's personality is winning me over. And to me, she has like strong fan favorite vibes. I think she's maybe going to comfortably slide into that position. Is that like before or after she talked about cutting off Shay's hair with a machete? I mean, it's a pretty light moment. It's very humorous. <laughs> it's all, part, oh, I, you know, it's part, oh, I can't even stand on my toe or like Shay can stand on one toe and like, I can't do yoga at all. I'm going yeah. to cut her hair with a machete. Ha, I, ha, ha. <laughs> it's very, very in jest. A hundred percent. No question about it. I mean, I definitely, I know it's in jest, but also like <laughs> not it wasn't endearing to me. Okay. I like fair. Chrissy seems like a grumpy old lady towards these people. Like she's like I know, she does I mean, like, it's said a million times on this episode that she's like slid into the mom role on her tribe. And there is some value there. She's definitely getting some mileage and some safety from that position. But I mean she's like she's like goofy mom, but not in a way I find annoying, I guess. Okay. 
We've got um, them making clothes lines and the shelter breaking, but them fixing it really well together. The water tribes kind of, th they're thriving right now. They're not doing too bad. You know, when the shelter first started to break, I definitely thought it was a kangaroo jumping on the shelter. <laughs> Is that editing? Did they try to make us think that? Why can't, because it showed two kangaroos a moment ago. Yeah. I, I guess you think they're like implying <laughs> that it was a, through like visual storytelling. <laughs> A kangaroo I thought, jumped on there. I thought maybe some type of animal or water had somehow done something, but no, I I didn't think kangaroo myself. Okay. Um, Nina doing well at camp, feeling confident. Yes, but worried about King Khan. How do you feel about Khan? I feel like Khan. I don't know. See. I feel like if Khan and Nina teamed up, I'd be into Khan, but I really like Nina, and I feel like they're going to bet heads. Hmm. They're two big personalities. Um, it's funny. I, I'm super amused in this episode that every time they say <laughs> name, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> That's awful. That's way loud. worse than me sneezing. Too loud? Oh. <laughs> I have all the different cons. The spaceship noise at the end isn't great. It is funny to me that they're just calling him Jesus. King. <laughs> they're calling him King Khan. Like even the players. It, when did this come? What did he come with that nickname? I don't know. Has maybe maybe that's like a King Master Kong? Chef nickname that I'm just not aware of. <laughs> what is, yeah, Can we not? We're done. Some of uh, these are horrible. Those are all the cons. It is worse than you sneezing. Just right off the bat, making our podcast unlistenable. Uh, right? They You're really... like giving me such a hard time about my accidental sneeze and then play these rough screams in our ears. <laughs> Playing them back, they do just sound like animal noises almost. Ah! <laughs> it just sounds like oh. men screaming. <laughs> uh, we'll be done with the con bits. Thanks. Um... <laughs> Um, we, right. and then, okay, can we talk really quick about Brianna's, like, little commercial? Her, like, I'm, like, at the Outback sauna type situation, or? Her, like, I am a roller skater, and that is my only oh, okay. personality trait. So, Brianna's, like, let's meet this character moment. The, like, oh, you've encountered the NPC of Brianna in the video game, and now here's her cutscene moment. Which I'm not loving spilling over into episode two. I don't love these. I mean, it's because we haven't gotten everyone's talking head yet. But Brianna, literally the only thing that it tells us about her is that she likes rainbows and rainbow skates and likes to skate in her rainbow skates. She's a minimalist. She's a maximalist. She's a maximalist. The opposite of a minimalist. She's a lifelong dream, I think she says at some point. I mean, she's like, I have lifelong... Oh, no, no, no. Being on Survivor is a lifelong dream manifesting now. Um, and yes, yeah, she... It, hard roller girl aesthetics. She's just like roller skating, because they're not blades, correct? Roller blade skating it up. Yeah, blades are like the four in a row. Yes. Skates are like the... She's not quite that intense. No. It's just funny, and she's playing with her dad. I think 
that we should have gotten one of these for everybody in, in episode first, one. Yeah, absolutely. And we should not be doing it in episode two, even if we haven't done one for everyone yet. Completely agree. And also, like, we didn't get through everyone's talking head in episode two either. So okay, does that I, mean they're going to bleed into episode three? Talking head being... Or not talking head, like... Yeah. TV commercial. Yeah, like the little introduction vignette. Yes. Montage. I just like it. It is. Do you think we'll get these randomly throughout the season or are we done with them now? Because if it goes into episode. Well, here's another thought, though. I think the way that these episodes premiered on television were like three days in a row, episodes one, two, and three. So I'm wondering if that's if they're kind of thinking of it as like a multi three-day premiere yeah so maybe everyone's going to be introduced within the first three days but even that being said i don't think we've done enough in the first three episodes that we're going to get through everyone by episode three and it'd be really crazy to like continue doing that beyond that point don't you think yeah absolutely all right so let's jump into this episode's reward challenge then yeah, so, I mean, before we even get to the reward, you see we've got the Blood Tribe already there, ready to go. Let's take a Water Tribe, take a look at the new blood, right? Other way around. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Kate, real sad. Real sad. Real she does sad kind of like gone. use it as like, I'm going to spurn myself on to win, which is nice. But we've got this uh, cage match going yeah. on. Two people from each tribe face off in the center of the cage. You have to try to climb up and then jump and pull your tribe's like rag or whatever they have hanging there that you have to that's dangling flag. over the ocean flag. Yeah, <laughs> rag. You know, rag <laughs> that flag. Rag that's hanging out there. <laughs> Why could I not think flag? <laughs> I Why don't did it? And they have a piece of cloth <laughs> hanging that has their like emblem on it, you that know, cloth with their symbol hanging <laughs> on a pole. Uh, yeah. And the first to four flags wins. Yes. We got Sam sitting out for the blood tribe since blue is down or water is down one person. They're playing for comfort items and fishing gear, which I'm kind of surprised that it's a double because those are both sought after items, but cool well, to, you know, uh, supplement the fishing gear with some like pillows and blankets and shit too we find out why at the end of this challenge okay yes yes we do find out why but yes at the start of it it does feel like a really heavy challenge reward so first two up we it's, got it's a boy round boy round just the boys this doesn't really bode well for non-binary people hmm. as far as doing men versus women challenges in this very interesting there are, to our knowledge at least, and at least as presented by the show so far, no non-binary no non people in this season. But I wonder if that's a casting choice. I wonder Have how... there ever been any non-binary people in Survivor ever? I know there's been some trans people, mm -hmm. for sure. I wonder how the current like CBS Survivor is handling that because I didn't watch the most recent season so, and I think 41 is coming up. So I wonder how they're oh navigating those waters. We have so many episodes. Like I want to watch the most recent season. Of well, American. I mean, may as well podcast it when we do. Okay. So it's, it's uh, Croc and Jesse. 
versus Mark and Khan, King Khan, sorry. King Khan and hashtag Croc Rock. I think Crocodile Rock by Elton John should be Croc's new theme song. Na 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 na. Right? Never heard that. Oh, you know. I remember when Rock was young. You've heard Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Absolutely not. When we take a break, we'll come back to Crocodile Rock. (laughs) You definitely know the song. I don't think I know that song. It's Croc's new theme song. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, and we've got Khan just, like, going at it. Yes. Um, You know, it's Khan scores. I don't know, like, what commentary, what commentary can I really give? Um, I've got some notes for each round. Croc and Mark were really at each other. Yeah. I feel like there was just a, yeah. Khan, like, kind of just, like, shot up, and no one was able to hold on to him. There wasn't even a lot of grappling, maybe, between, on Khan specifically. You're right. Mark and Croc grappled up. And what's really fun is as soon as Khan comes back from winning, he, like, rounds up his group and is whispering tips. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't catch exactly Mm. what he says, but I do see him, like, Giving them, like, what you should do. Do you think Khan is a fan of the song King Kunta? Because he's King Kanta? Maybe. I mean... What if Kendrick Lamar did a a remix of... King Kanta? I got a bone to pick. King Kanta. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Next is a lady round. Lady round. uh, It's Nina and Bree versus Kate and Sophie. Um, yep, and Nina kicks ass real hard. Yeah, Kate is climbing up the net at some point and just gets full on pulled full on off the net. Yes. Um, and then when they come back, Sandra pulls Kate into a hug and is like, My baby beat you up. She's Puerto Rican. I'm sorry. Um, this is what makes Nina scores. Did you say Nina Nina scored? Nina scored. At one point. Because uh, the other person on Nina's team just has the like full on body wrapped around Brie. Brie, and then Nina scurries up and scores. Brie has her body wrapped around. Yeah, it was like kind of all four people together. But yeah, I'm really kind of worried mm. that Sandra's pride in Nina could get her in trouble. Possibly, especially because she's on the opposing tribe. That's the thing. It's like you have a lot of pride for someone who's on the other team, and like kind of like. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I wonder if anyone's ever really going to hold it against her because it's her daughter and Sandra being the legacy character that she is. True. Um, Nina really like showing herself as a very strong player. Could be dangerous. I just think there's always like this aspect of like, oh, you're like the daughter of Sandra and there's like this built in hype. Is that something you're going to be able to live up to? But absolutely. Mm-hmm. like She's definitely it. formidable. Do you think of Sandra at all as an overrated player? I just, I'm curious your thoughts, just something that's been batted around on the, the internet recently, which I think I like, I guess I'll play my cards. I I don't really think so. I, you know, like she, her wins are deserved and she's won three times, right? Twice. Maybe only twice. Twice. Those are. Yeah. Here's my thing about Sandra. Is it just twice? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Sandra, she's not particularly strong. No. She's not particularly great on puzzles. No. She's not particularly great at making friends. 
Sure. So, but despite the thing that to me, being, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> the thing to me is like, it is astonishing that someone, sure, who is not cream of the crop in any of the regards is making it to the end and winning multiple times. That it, is impressive. It's interesting that you say she's not great at making friends, and I don't disagree with that. But in the same breath, I don't think you could say she doesn't have a good social game. No. An interesting... Totally different things, I feel right, like. A dual, just an interesting dual thing, because some people's social game is fully centered around their ability to be friendly and make friends, and that's not Sandra's social game at all. No. Sandra's social game is who can I make friends with, and who can I turn against who without them pitting me as the villain Yeah, in order to, like, stir shit up. Well, that's another thing. She's manipulative, but not villainous, mm-hmm. I would say. I agree. Okay. Absolutely. Um, speaking of Sandra, she's in the next round with Amy, Going against uh, Shay and Chrissy. Yes. Another lady round. Shay has lots of cool tattoos, I have to say. Shay is sweet. I like Shay. I don't love that Shay teamed up with Brie right away just because of the hot mess that that all became. Sure. But I, I do dig Shay. I wish Shay and Nina would kind of work something out. Shay's definitely one of my favorite players. And in this round, at one point, she essentially has like the full weight of four people hanging on her because she has the two up. She has a person hanging on her and then her tribe mate hanging on that tribe mate and then someone trying to pull that. It's just like, yeah, she's pretty well climbing up this net with a crazy amount of weight on her and does manage to score for blue. Absolutely. So we've done three wins for the blood tribe so far, right? No, no, no the no. blue tribe, the, the water blue, tribe. The blue has won the last three rounds. Yes. Khan, Nina, Nina and Shay. Shay each scored for blue. So red is sucking up. But then we've got a mixed round. But the, And right before the mixed round, which is... Oh, no. We, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we missed the moment where Mark and Khan are, like, spooning and hugging together as they're standing there. Did we talk about that? No, I missed that watching that. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, like, a moment where they're, like, hugging each other and they joke about how they were, like, spooning at camp Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, just wanted to shout that out. Shouting it out over to um, Mark's wife, and that's funny. It was funny. It was cute. Who is Khan with? Uh, his sister or cousin or mm. somebody. That's one funny thing. It's been kind of difficult to track that with them being split up immediately. It sometimes will like with their name, tell you who they're in relationship with or like totally, but haven't taken those notes. So the mixed round sloppy. Yes. The sloppy mixed, here. Speaking of Khan, Khan the is back is KJ and Khan and David and Michelle versus David and Michelle. Khan being the only person to go twice. And uh, Khan almost loses his shorts here. I mean, Khan was committed to just losing his shorts. He's like, I don't care if you take my pants off, friend who's holding on to my pocket. I'm going to climb this. Yeah. I would have been so happy if Khan would have just walked out of his pants and done the oh, rest of it naked. Oh, wow. Not in like, okay. a, not in like I want to see Khan's I mean, bl- blurred butt or anything. I just like, that would be such a boss move. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Dave, maybe like grab onto his body and not play the body, not the pants, Dave. But you can grab like you can hold on to his pants where you can't really hold on to his body that well. Fair. And I guess it's, you know, there's you can no, get a handful of that pocket. Sorry. There's no rule to not grabbing clothes, apparently. 
Um, but Khan does, despite having his pants almost pulled off, does score for blue. And yeah, then we're told, hey, sharing is caring. You can well, eat. because blue has now one. Well, yeah, yes. they got all four. Okay. We were at three. We know. We know. You know, I, it's good to lay those things out when okay. you're. What's the point of doing the podcast otherwise? <laughs> yes. So blue has one, and as you were say, saying, sharing is caring. Are they going to give half of the reward to their loved ones, or keep it all for themselves? Which I appreciate. I mean. It's good to have the game affected by the theme, you know, to have the blood versus water element come into play to find avenues to exploit that. Absolutely. Um, And they decide to give the comfort to their loved ones. They do. I clocked Sandra crying. So happy to get some. I think it's just specifically blankets even. I think they get a couple of big blankets, but, you know, a world of difference when you're sleeping on the ground. Tarps, I think, are always included in comfort, keeping that rain off. Fishing gear is a huge boon, of course, just a a way to catch food easily, to not be so dependent upon rewards for sustenance. Which which would you keep, the comfort or the food? Absolutely, I would keep the fishing stuff. I think giving the opposing tribe the fishing stuff is a bridge too far. Just, I mean, like, you know, they're your family and whatever, but like, oh, giving them the comfort stuff, we can live without that. Having access to food, that's a big deal. Yeah. I think if I was winning a reward, I might want the comfort more. I think that's short-sighted. See, but here's the thing. Getting sleep is such a huge thing in Survivor. And being able to get sleep is such a huge thing. Along with protection from the elements with those tarps. Did they get tarps? They did get tarps. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. It's like, hopefully you can build a shelter that's decent enough that you're somewhat comfortable where it's like, yeah, sleep's important. But if I'm so tired, I'm going to get, I'm going to pass out. Whereas like, if I'm not getting food and specifically protein, yeah, that's going to be tough. Okay. I feel you. At this point, who are your top five? Oh, fuck. You told me you were going to ask me and I only filled out <laughs> one of those. Bring it on you. Shit. I'll give um... you my top five. My top five of the season so far, I've got Nina. That's my first one and only one that I wrote down. My other four, I have Chrissy, Mark, Sam, and Khan. Okay. Those are my top five. I think Nina is my first one. I knew Nina would be on your list. Mark is also on my list. But now I kind of feel like Shay should have been on my list. And I was going to say Shay. Those are my first three. Mark, Nina, Shay. And then I feel like I have to have some people from the other tribe, but I don't know if I really like anyone from over there. Yeah, not that I dislike them. Right. It's just like none of them really stood out to me at all. So... See, I kind of regret not putting Croc or Shay on my list now. They're they're tight. They're all they're right. They're, you know, hovering right outside my top five. Yeah. I'm surprised that Chrissy made your top five, to be honest. I like Chrissy. I like the energy she brings. She's like wine mom. Hashtag wine mom. Not like wine as in like I'm upset and whining, but wine as in (laughs) my grapes are fermented and I'm having a good time. Oh, I feel you. I like KJ. I think KJ is pretty cool. KJ is Crocs. No, KJ is Sophie's sister. Mm. Um, and I guess I'm going to throw Sam in there just because she's Mark's wife 
And she's like super badass. We got her talking head this episode, I think, or last episode, one of the two. And she's like a long distance athlete. So she like specifically like is an athlete in the elements, which is just like badass. And not an Olympic athlete? No. Okay. No, not at the Olympics, but specifically like I'm going to go run 500 miles or some shit like that. 500? That's a big number you threw out. I mean, if I could walk 500 miles, right? Then you'd walk 500 more. So after the reward challenge, let's check in with the blood tribe. Spirits definitely uplifted by the blanket gift. Absolutely. Whenever you get an opportunity to do something like that for the opposing tribe, I'm reminded of, uh, I think, Rishki, the goat from Survivor South Africa season two, when they gifted goat meat to the opposing tribe that they had won. Um, It's good. It's like, at the very least, if you want to be totally cynical, ingratiate yourself to some extent before the merge. Right. Absolutely. Um, and also, I mean, specifically with this being loved ones, there's that need of like, I've got a sister over there. I've got my wife over there. There's that further motivation. Most definitely. Um, Kate is still really sad. No one's checking in until Michelle comes up to her. I think I like Michelle too. Michelle's going to be my fifth and final. And I kind of like Kate, uh, because she's rocking like a Pharrell hat in the scene. Big brim, kind of tall up top. Not just a normal cowboy hat, but really Pharrell vibes. And she's pulling it off. One quote that Kate says is, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not part of the plan, then you are the plan. And that is just like such a true and important statement that she makes. It's like a survivor truism. Absolutely. It's, you know, and I mean, it's perceptive and good that she's keyed into that and not oblivious. Yeah. Um, and then we get that Sam talking head. Yes. Who is Mark's wife. Yes. Endurance athlete. She regrets. Um, okay. She has regrets on the last time she played, like feeling like she wasn't focused, but now she's got her man and she's got her eyes on the game. She doesn't have to find love. She can focus on winning the million dollars now that she's got her million dollar man. Hell's Yeah. Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells, yeah. Um, One thing that I really liked that Sam brought up is not only do you have to pay attention, like, at, um, fuck, like, challenges. Yes. Like, to notice and say hey to your loved one. You also really need to notice who they're clicking with. Mm. Because when the merge happens... Those are going to be potential... Right. Like, you want to hopefully be building those connections with the loved one of the one that your loved one is building a connection with. So when you come together, there's not that contention. Ideally, you're building connections and they're building connections. And you both make it to merge. And then you can just... Then you have a group. You don't have just the two of you. You have a core alliance to work with. Because numbers are everything after the merge. Absolutely. So, um, So that's what I found interesting specifically of, like... Oh, now Kate's got that big target on her back because she doesn't have a loved one where everyone else does. I'm struck by, I I really like Mark and I really like Sam. They're a great couple. Mm -hmm. They're cute. Are they going to run it? You know, they had this issue where they were, I guess there's other power couples. It's like everyone's a power couple. So no, that's not going to be a problem at all. Everyone's a power couple. Well, here's the thing. They are merge. If your loved one's still around, not to cut you off. But they are the only power couple where both of them have played Survivor before. Sure. Um, that's a good point. 
power couple with experience maybe does add another element to it. Because the only two other power couples with experience were Andy and Kate, but Andy, the one with experience, is gone. And Sandra and Nina. And Nina's never played before. Right, right. Yeah, the double experience power couple. That's interesting. So I think that could potentially have a huge target on their back further down this uh, season. In a game of power couples, they're the power Power couple. couple of power couples. Damn. But that really hopes, I really hope that Mark and Nina hook up, not like in a sexual way, (laughs) but in like a partnership way. Don't ship Mark and Nina. He has a wife and there's an age disparity, I assume. Because I love Mark, Nina, Sam, Sandra. Fuck. The four of them playing together would be unstoppable. That's a power quadruple. But then it's like, do we get to final four together or do we start trying to kill each other before that? That's the question that then comes into head. So curious how the um so curious how things are going to play out post merge when we get to like you know loved ones possibly playing against each other if yeah. that is going to be even an issue I mean like if you're married and you both one of you wins the million it's like oh we have like more chances at winning but if you brought your cousin mm-hmm. is that does that same feeling extend probably this- not hopefully you have some agreement before you some agreement but i mean hey i win the million i'm not giving half of that to my cuz not even if they were on the season i mean i'll give them some but not half Mm. certainly not giving them half of it so croc in kind of an interesting scene is like asking sandra about paranoia and some words of wisdom on it from her perspective and uh i mean i like it's funny like survivors a human game of chess Try to be organic. Um, it's a mind explosion, I think, is said at some point, which is funny. Well, and that idea that, like, if you're not paranoid, that's the moment that you should be. Because the minute you start feeling comfortable in this game. Kind of echoing yeah. what um, Kate was saying before. Mm-hmm. That, like, anytime that you are not, well, not exactly, because Kate's whole idea is, like. Well, I understand. I'm saying it, it's similar. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I have mind explosion written down. Yeah. This is Did what someone Sandra... say mind explosion? I just said that okay, Sandra had said it was a mind explosion. <laughs> Great. Uh, should we ha- take a break before hopping into immunity? Oh, we haven't talked about the water tribe. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Last time we started with water, I got confused. So let's hop on over to water. Khan has this great snake neck tattoo that I was really appreciating in this episode. Kind of curves around his neck. Hmm. I will have to watch for that for next episode. We have the Water Tribe coming back with all the fishing gear. Yes. When they come back, it's like Brianna is just holding on to the kind of chest that has the fishing gear in it. And not really letting anyone else close and kind of like positioning it so she can look through it in this very brazen attempt to find a clue. I I understand because she's like on the outs and she's feeling the pressure from not getting the hidden immunity idol last week. Right. And putting a target on her back. But this is only making your target way larger. Really bad move. It's like just, oh, all social faux pas aside, I'm just going to go for it. And it just kind of turned so many people off of her and yeah really not a good footing she's putting off real intense vibes someone said and it's just like you never want to be an intense person in survivor or desperate no 
I mean, sometimes you are desperate, but you never want to appear desperate. And like, yeah, I think specifically, um, yeah, Khan and Chrissy say that like, oh, it's like playing too hard. It makes her seem insecure. Yeah. Um, and then we get a little bit of time with Khan. Um, I really enjoy him talking about like having all these plans and thoughts, but really trying to play things off as like, oh, I'm just like here to help and cook. And like, that's what I'm good at. So put me in the kitchen and give me food. I'll make us food. And like, yeah, really enjoy him kind of playing his cards down a little bit. But I wonder how many people are actually buying into that. I wonder how many people are buying into it. And from a viewer point, you know, standpoint, he's like definitely a person to look out for. Yeah. I mean, he has the disadvantage of, although he's never been on Survivor, he is like a public figure having been on Master Chef. I keep forgetting he was on Master Chef. Right. And that's such a like, um, it's such an intense competition mm-hmm. that just by participation alone, it's hard to feel like Khan isn't a intense competitor. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if he feels like there's any parallel from MasterChef he can carry over to Survivor because they're very different reality shows. Um, and Alex, his back seems better, question mark? No talk of it this episode, but... I think there was a little whisper about it during the um, reward challenge. Mm-hmm. I think they specifically didn't put up Alex to make people think that his back was still hurting. Okay. I think they did that purposely to make them think like going into immunity, they'd be a little bit worse for the wear. Interesting. Yeah. Well, with that, should we now take a <laughs> break and then hop into the immunity challenge? Love it. We will be back and we will hear some croc song on the return. Imagine Croc strutting around the island to this, dancing. I know for a fact you've heard the song. I before. do. I know the song now. Of course. Crocodile rock, Croc. Rock. Croc. It's one part. We'll start. Crock rocking. I don't know if he says crock rocking. I think he does. He did say crock rocking. Crock rocking. I did not get this song from you singing it to me earlier. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, that must be a you thing and nothing to do with my voice. I surely. mean, clearly, clearly it's a me thing. I remember when crock was on Australian Survivor. You're just not singing it to the same tune anymore. <laughs> well, I have to fit too many words in. <laughs> So, the immunity challenge. Immunity. Hashtag big and physical. Hashtag drag barrels. Hashtag puzzle me, bro. (laughs) Hashtag oofed. No no puzzles, really. No puzzles yet. Yeah. Yet. I am calling out for a puzzle. A puzzle of some type. I bet they're holding those for, like, 
immunity or like um more individual shit you think so yeah i feel like maybe it's an australia thing that there's just less puzzles i haven't watched much australian survivor but uh i feel like certainly in other survivors we've gotten some puzzles by now we love a good puzzle um sophie her pants she's got these big 70s floral print big cuffed pants love them and then she sits out yes she doesn't want to fuck her pants up. I mean, I wouldn't want to fuck my pants up either if they were that cute. You mentioned the barrels. What they're doing is they're dragging barrels. I think they have six, six, six of them. Yeah. yeah. Over these triangular obstacles, right? That get larger with each one. And then uh, once they're, and then they have to like drag it like through this like twisty little like passageway that you know they barely fit through and you've got to maneuver them and shit. they barely Bar- fit? <laughs> they barely fit through um and then you have to roll them no 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 then you have to fucking pull you have to climb up a wall and then pull the barrels up the wall and then roll the barrels down into poles and knock the poles over and if you knock all your poles over you win absolutely um okay i Sandra doesn't sit out, doesn't like mention sitting out. Yes, she's I, done that this whole time so far. Bucking expectation, and I wonder if she's like, I. It's the beginning of the game. I'm strong now. I have my strength. Maybe I want to hold off any sitting out until later in the game when I'm a little more depleted. Could that be the strategy at play? Do you think? No, I spotted Sandra's strategy during this competition. Really? Yeah. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Oh, I'm fascinated. So what Sandra does, and I'm just going to dive into it. Um, Sandra gets herself out in front. Okay. She doesn't do anything with the barrels. She is the person that gets, you know, over the humps. She's the person that goes through the maze first. She was the person, like, trying to get up the wall quickly. Is she doing some level of directing? And, like, no, she's just kind of at the head of the pack. Getting out of the way. Under the radar, ahead of everyone. No one's having to wait for me because I'm getting ahead of the pack and Uh, not doing any of the heavy lifting. Slowing anyone down. But I, I just keeping myself out of the way so no one has to think about me during this challenge that's interesting i i think it's real smart knowing herself in physical challenges how she's not super helpful yeah just get ahead of the pack stay out of the way i was in don't the be challenge. a hindrance i'm participating mm-hmm. i'm helping where i can but i'm, I'm not, not anyone who slowed us down yeah. i'm not anyone who struggled but i also didn't sit out exactly did we say who is sitting out yeah sophie, sophie. sits out yes because of her awesome pants because of her awesome pants. So, Blue is having some great communication right off the bat. To they start. are exactly they're first over the triangles. Once they're over it, you have to add three more barrels. So yes. I guess you start with three, then you move up to six. And then they n- navigate their six barrels through the maze really well. Red is close behind, but yeah, exactly. Blue is able to continuously move when they're going through the maze passageway portion, where red is a little bit more bogged down, having to like pause and maneuver the barrels more mark is really taking a leadership role for the blue tribe at this point i'm killing it i was looking for my challenge mvps and i awarded mark the blue mvp of this challenge he's he was fucking throwing barrels over obstacles he's absolutely like, his raw gorilla strength is really shining in this episode and he is directing people like he is he is the all-in-purpose team leader right now definite team leader vibes doing a great job 
Um, red does start to fall behind a little bit because of the the maze, you know, uh, portion. And uh, then they get to like, yeah, there's like a, a railing, sand underneath it. You've got to dig to be able to pass the barrels underneath, underneath the railing. Before going up the ramp this or the tough, wall. I feel like. It's definitely a physical, like, really physical challenge. Especially like having to dig deep enough to get these fucking barrels underneath that thing. Because they're big barrels. What's smart is like... A few people start by digging, get there, because you have to get underneath before you can do anything from the other side. Yeah. So a couple of the little ladies kind of get themselves under and then start using their legs to push the sand. Absolutely. Great strategy. So they, Blue gets the top of the tower first, um, leaving Jordy and Khan behind to kind of manage the barrels. Right. Um, there's a moment where Jesse is like uppity uppity kind of like urging people up the wall, which was fun. I love some of the language that, um, also backy for back it up. Backy, backy. Yeah. yeah Loved backy, it. Backy, and uppity, Loved uppity. It. Um, yeah. So Josh hits the first target for blue killing it. You think blue's finally going to win something that matters. But at the, the wall portion, Red does kind of, as Blue is trying to roll and hit their targets, Red, of course, catches up. And then Jesse scores first for Red. And what's really interesting, so Blue roll, okay, so Chrissy school scores the second one for Blue. Yes. But then they're out of barrels. And they have can, rolled all six of their barrels. And you have to reload. You And you have to fully reload. You can't go grab only a few barrels. You have to go get all six. Which is like... I don't know if they knew that going into it, but like they seemed a little surprised that they had to get all six back up. And I think they probably rolled a little faster than they would have had they know that they had to get all six back up before they could roll again. Cause like it is a task. It might be the fatal mistake for blue. Absolutely. There's a great, um, I just want to call this out a great shot just fully overhead the challenge at this point. And it's just a really cool dynamic shot of being able to see from that angle. I love it. While they're attempting to reload, we've got Jesse just rolling barrel after barrel. And he, Jesse gets three of the All targets. Three of them. Yeah, he, All three. Yes. Jesse, of course, being the red team's MVP. Absolutely. Red wins. Yeah. Yeah. And like <laughs> that, having to reload, having to take that time, absolutely killed it for blue blue had it till the end and then they totally fucked it up uh croc i just have a note here like his his face is so i almost gave croc the mvp for red for this challenge because like mark he was just tossing the barrels over the barriers but uh his face is so pink he looks so flushed it's like a big like sleepy bear <laughs> Um. Yeah, sleepy bears. And then Blues head back to tribal for the second week in a row. And Bree's going in with the mindset that she's not afraid to crush some souls. Yes, is what she said. <laughs> How do you feel about the fact that Blue keeps winning rewards and keeps losing immunity? Feels like they're maybe not prioritizing their energy. Yeah, which is like I think that can be maybe a hard mindset to switch right away. Of like maybe I don't care so much about the reward. I just want to stay around for sure. So we spent some time with the blue tribe because they are going to tribal. I don't think we really head back to blood at all. No, we don't at all. So like really the only people we're really talking about are Bree and Chrissy. We come in and Chrissy is a self-described hot mess and said she's going to spew. That's so gross. (laughs) 
but uh, she's playing very hard and it seems like hard players are not being well received on this tribe yes yeah, speaking of which brie is being kind of nominated as an option to be voted off by jordy and mel and then she's just talking about how stupid it is to vote her out which i mean what else would you say yes um Yeah, it's like uh it's funny that um that there's this talk that like this is kind of like uh you know the band-aids being pulled off. This is a moment where you actually have to play, where like you actually have to like fight to survive, you know. I guess they've already been to tribal, but I think Bree is really feeling that in this moment. And uh they're searching for some idols. Yes, and Bree is she's smart enough to realize that Chrissy is after her, that she's on Chrissy's radar and that she's definitely in danger of going home brie is really banking on her relationship with shay to be like her pillar in this in this moment um i think brie goes up to um or somebody all i know is that somebody had the conversation of like (laughs) hey what's the name and someone responding with i don't know the minute that you're receiving an I don't know answer from someone saying what's the name, you know that the name is you. Yeah, that's kind of like that's the thread that we've been talking about this whole episode. Absolutely. I feel like. Yeah, if if you're looking for information and people are stonewalling you, you should be very concerned. Which it's so stupid of anyone to ever give an I don't know answer to that. You give them the name that they want to hear. Chrissy's asking you, tell her Brie. Yeah. Brie is asking you, tell her Chrissy. Or how do I want Brie to vote? How right. is that best? going to benefit me getting brie voted off exactly tell her that but like saying i don't know is just such a bonehead move in my opinion that's a great point actually it's a that's a it's if you're the person receiving that answer your radar should go up immediately and that's exactly the thing you don't want if that's the person you're voting for you don't want them to be you don't want their hackles up you don't Mm -hmm. want them to be aware of the fact that they're on the chopping block you should always throw off a give any, them a name any name if you have to but if you're really playing three-dimensional chess you know you give know, them the name that you want them to vote put a little treat in your back pocket <laughs> um yeah and so shay gets the fucking idol yeah shay is out solo idol hunting she spots this idol way up in this crazy tree and there's like a pole next to it and she's well brie and shay were idol hunting together but split up yes okay and then Shay comes across it independently. Yeah. She's and then like trying to get it down completely unsuccessfully. Everyone sees it happening. Not able to be subtle just because of it's a pole and it's in a tree, you know, and everyone's kind of, you know, out paying attention enough. So people come to help her. And was it Khan who specifically picked it up and made sure to give it to Shay? Yes. He said me. Khan says that he's a Scorpio and he plays harder, but apparently not so hard that he's going to like scoop it up and, you know, steal, steal the himself. Idol. But he's like, for sure, I'm going to scoop it up and make sure it's in Shay's hands, not Breeze. That's his whole thing. Khan, you know, playing this really crazy game of like, if I were to that, the perception of me doing that would be way whack, but I'm going to make sure everyone knows that it's, shay's idol and like just the idea that he's trying to control the narrative and the perception around the idol very interesting yeah i will say i have some notes i definitely can't decipher okay lay them on me maybe we can work we can puzzle them out together oh maybe it's because it's already when we're going to tribal okay that's why okay just a few final thoughts con does kind of have a notion that he wants to flip Shay on Brie. Yes. And Chrissy 
has she's in this mom role of the tribe and that for the time being especially pre-merge that has surprising value you know there is a need for those people who provide comfort in like a oh someone's checking in on me someone's talking to me someone's making sure i put on my sunscreen or like just kind of like whatever the fuck you know these camp people who are like oh this person like yeah is super good about managing the camp or getting food or making yeah, being, sure we hang up our wet stuff so all it that doesn't stuff. stay wet you know it it'll keep you around for a little bit at least at least until you're losing bad enough that you need the strength absolutely um so now are you ready to go to tribal my love let's go to tribal all righty um so i have jordy written yeah. down just the word jordy okay don't know why i'm talking about jordy i have a note about jordy tell me what your note about jordy says i'm on tattoo patrol he's got a pretty sweet what i believe to be a squid or crocken tattoo Ooh. but i don't know where okay don't remember where how about every equals go off tribe cohesion every equals go off tribe cohesion I don't know what that means. Me either. I thought it might trigger something for you. I know what those individual words mean. <laughs> but together, referencing this episode in Tribal, no idea. Alex, just feeling lucky to still be around. Bree, um, really kind of like bringing, I think maybe because she's panicking. Maybe she's just like feeling alarmed at the possibility of going home. But she's like very turned on at this tribal, very manic, very manic, very goofy, very manic, very jokey with Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Also, like gets asked if she's confident. She does this like look over at Bree. I think she told Bree like, hey, I'm going to need your idol. Shay didn't really or Bree told Shay, hey, I'm going to need your idol. Shay didn't really respond to that. Right. But Bree is just assuming like, hey, we're buddies. You're going to let me use your idol because, you know, I'm on the chopping block. Yes. Um, Chrissy kind of gives this interesting politician answer when asked by the host of like, you know, how she feels like. Do you feel confident in what's happening tonight? Do you feel confident in, like, you know, the alliances you've made? And I'm not confident in my plan, but I am confident in my people. people. Yes. It feels like a real, like, formulated politician response. Um. Yeah. I have that she specifically, like, prays that she trusts her people. I don't mm. know if she actually prayed or not, but my notes say she did. Like, literally prayed? Uh, or, like, says, I'm praying that I can trust my people. Interesting. Hmm. Wonder how her faith aligns with that. Who's your favorite host? This is a great host. He's doing great. I like the host a lot. Do you like him more than Nico yes. from South Africa? Yes. Or the original South Africa host, Mark Bailey? 100 fucking percent. And I don't remember the host of Survivor UK. What about Jeff Probst? I mean, maybe. Maybe I do like him more than Jeff Probst. This guy definitely stacks up to Jeff Probst. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I definitely think that he is the Australian Jeff Probst in a good way. Yes, he's definitely Jeff Probst down under. Down under, Jeffy. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I have a bad Australian accent, and I think yours is like... Down under. Offensive. Oh, wow. You sound like a monster. Oh, man. I don't mean you, to like, be. you clack your teeth together in a weird way? Down under. You sound like a gremlin. <laughs> Gremlins um, don't talk. They do, too. Do they? They sound just like you. Um, so, and then, okay. 
Also, another like politician answer from Chrissy is like, I'm uh, sorry, I'm still offended over here. What was that? <laughs> you sound like a gremlin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the host is like, uh, as a mom, can you tell when people are lying to you? And oh, I hope my kids don't lie to me. <laughs> Which is like, I do all the fucking time. Didn't Chrissy. really answer the question, but right? like, real politician response. AKA, no, she can't tell if anyone's lying to her. At this moment, I feel like Bree starts to lose confidence in her standing, like in real time during the tribal. You watch her have a breakdown. You like watch her realize she is going home and Shay is not giving her the idol. And she starts like manically whispering at Shay. It's like so sad and so great to watch all at the same time. And to the host, she's like, might have to do something crazy. Like, yes. she says crazy really weird and he's <laughs> very awkward response. Well, she's like, I think I can be confident otherwise. I might. Like, just going crazy. And he's just like, okay. We, and with that, let's go to vote. Bree just looking at everybody in Shay and Shay puts her head down. Everyone comes back to vote from voting, and we're asked if any idols are going to be played, and no. Breed looks at Shay. Shay keeps her eyes on the ground, ha stone cold. Hashtag Shay Betray. Oh, damn. Right? Shay Betray. I'm going to say hashtag keep it for yourself, girl. Well, yours doesn't rhyme, though. I know, but... It's better. Um, Khan yeah. swaying in time to the music. I don't know if they can hear the music, but Khan was keyed in to the music that would be put on the soundtrack. He's dancing to it. Maybe they found a song that matched Khan swaying right, and plugged it in. We need something that goes well with this. Yes. Um, by Chaotic Energy, because yes. the votes come in as... Two votes for Chrissy, six votes for Bree. Really surprised here. The other vote for Chrissy was not Shay, but was Mark. Yes. Um, goodbye, Brie. Shay betray. And then there's some apple euphemism that the host says, like, I guess that's a spicy apple down under or something. Or like, I don't says, know. He says something about an apple. Go pick more apples, children. Go pick more apples down, down under. under on the bobby. Children. Children. Uh, um, and Khan and Jordy laugh about it. But we got Bree giving a teary goodbye to her papa, wishing him well. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, how do you feel? How do you feel about Bree leaving? I think it was the right choice. I think that Bree was causing divides in the tribe that were unnecessarily caused hmm. and were not being pushed forward by anyone other than Bree. Yes. I feel like the tribe will hopefully work a little more cohesively now that they're all together without Brie? Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully they we don't find them at Tribal again next week. I'd love to see the Red Tribe, Blood Tribe, if you will, make it to Tribal. You want to see the Blood Tribe shed some blood? At Tribal. Hell yeah. So hashtag Shabetray, and then I just have some con-related hashtags at the end of my notes. Fuck I don't remember yes. why. Hashtag con, hashtag King con. Hashtag Kubla Khan. Those first two were not creative at all. Just <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Khan. Genghis Khan. Hashtag Khan. Hashtag Comic Khan Z. Hashtag Comic Khan. Hashtag 
comet, like a comet. Okay, those ones were written down and were just awful. Hash, well, yeah, because they're off the dome. Hash, bah, hash bag, hash bag. Here's a bag of hash. Here's a hash bag of hashtags. Okay. Uh, hashtag, you can't contain con. Hashtag Cody on con patrol. Yeah, okay. All right. With that, we're going to hashtag our ways out of here. Hashtag I find us, Cody. Stop. Uh, find us at survivor at no, 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 no. find us on twitter at int survivor cast <laughs> i can't remember our twitter handle that's okay um and check out our sister podcast batch and castle cast our bachelor nation and abc castle recap pod and catch us later this week with more australia episodes talking the cues our survivor Syracuse and getting back to our old friends over across the pond in the UK episode is coming. We promise we keep teasing our, the two Peters, our two UK fans with some UK content, but boys, she coming. You can't believe it. You can't believe how good it's going to be. And with that, we wish you a lovely evening. Con. Con up. <laughs>